Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSR, HealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSR, HealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. I'm Julie Dittmar. And I'm Matt Kahn. And we are your guest hosts for this hour of Talk Radio to Thrive By. So thank you for being here to share this time with us. And, and Happy New Year. We're a, happy, Happy New Year. Yeah, we're a couple days into 2009 here, and we're feeling good. And today's topic on the Dr. Pat Show is emotional abundance and spiritual prosperity. And... I know ears are already ringing because they're hearing abundance and prosperity and everyone's going, yay, (laughs) more of that this year, please, more of that for everyone. So, and also when I'm thinking emotional abundance, Matt, I'm thinking, I'm thinking emotional freedom, how, uh, how not to get hooked into dramas and create our own stress anymore and negativity and kind of perpetuate that in the world. And spiritual prosperity, I'm thinking, how to feel filled up from the inside out, how to feel strong and centered and peaceful no matter what circumstance presents itself. And so we have a lot to talk about this hour. We're going to get into both of those um, concepts, topics. And before we get into that, though, since we're going to be spending this hour together, we just wanted to introduce ourselves in case you're not familiar with us. We are spiritual teachers and intuitive healers here in the Seattle, Washington area and just getting snowed on like crazy. Tons of snow. <laughs> getting snowed on like crazy this year. What is going on? Um, I think it started off as the media was calling it the December storm. And right. What is it now, the New Year's storm? The winter storm. The winter storm. Win- winter 0809. I don't know. they got to give it some sexy name. It's kind of funny. So Julie Demar and Matt Kahn, and our company is True Divine Nature, and basically the essence of our work is all about the power of love, compassion, loving kindness toward all beings, um, meditation and stillness and silence. And you can find out more about us and how we are supporting the awakening of humanity during this really important time. Um, and, and I laugh when I say that because, it's, of course, we're here. It's an important time on Earth. <laughs> right, of course. No matter what's going on, we're here. It is an important time, the awakening of humanity. And our website is truedivinenature.com, truedivine, D-I-V-I-N-E, truedivinenature.com. We have all sorts of supportive resources there for you to provide some more comfort and clarity for your journey, free articles, maps written, and some YouTube videos, all sorts of great supportive resources there for you. And today we are just... We're honored. We're honored to be here to serve the collective awakening. And we thank Dr. Pat for for having us here to share this time with you. And, Matt, let's talk about this awakening of humanity. What exactly exactly is going on? 
Well, I think what's really going on is that for the first time in history, which I think is kind of a laughable statement because, of course, every moment we enter is, of course, the first moment uh, for the first time in history. But for the first time in history, we have large numbers of people from around the world, from all walks of life, um, that are experiencing a profound shift of consciousness, uh, a shift into an, an awakened state, which in the past has usually only been identified or referenced to certain special awakened masters and teachers throughout history that we can all say, wow, there's a special awakened master right there. Yogis and Babas. Right. And so for the first time in history, we have large amounts of people all over the world. We have everyone in the entire planet who has the potential to have the exact same awakening that these spiritual masters, spiritual teachers, bodhisattvas, and yogis have been having for centuries throughout history. Because what we usually identify the awakening of just a small few, a small select few to have is actually something that everyone in life experiences, although with how we look at life, we don't necessarily say, oh, this is, a, this is part of my awakening. It's just not that normalized of an experience, but it's just literally as normal as a child growing into adolescence. So as just as a child grows into adolescence, we have adults growing into awakening. And it happens spontaneously. It doesn't happen at the same age or for the same reasons for every person, which well, is why I, it's hard to... Well, there are pretty awake children, too. I mean, a lot of them are even just... I mean, they're coming through, and they're, right. like, you can see it in their eyes. You can right. see windows to the soul, kind of like, whoa, well, you might want to, in there. You might want to say that the adults are returning to the awake innocence that was there when they were children. Yeah. But now, as adults, children... Children who are now becoming adults can do it with a level of maturity and having reference points so that it can be, I can be out of the box, I can be awake, I can be in my heart, I can be playful, but there's also an adult within me that is also helping to make sure that I stay safe and I'm making level-headed responsible decisions without those level-headed responsible decisions, keeping the heart closed and distracted from the love that fills all space and time. And that's really, I think, what the greatest part of the awakening is, that when we awaken, we actually start to sense and feel an interconnection with all things. And that interconnection is what we call love. Love is the harmonious interconnection within all things. When the awakening starts to happen, we're not just looking at people as other people. We're not just looking at things as things. We're looking at these things and these people, whether we know them or who we know them as, to be just various things we are interconnected to in the space of love. It's as if life is the space where love comes to life and puts on the costume as you and me, and we are here interacting with each other in this harmony of interconnection. So the awakening is really about opening the heart to love and allowing that love to be recognized as the connection we have to all things while we go about our day-to-day -day business of living as human beings in this fantastic reality we have. Well, I think at the beginning of this journey, people might often think awakening is a level of self-awareness where it's like, oh, I see I'm doing this pattern. I see this is my conditioning. Right. And it starts off at a level of human psychology, I think, sure. where, you're, where you're able to step back and recognize some things in yourself and analyze some things with yourself, which is which is the mind analyzing the mind and, and the, the actions and the reactions. Right. And you can get kind of stuck in the spin cycle on that, right. or you can spin out of that and go to the next 
le- well, I don't hesitate to even say level right. of the journey, but there. Right, yeah. but, but in terms of what you're saying, what's interesting is that we become self-aware, <clears throat> meaning we become aware of self. But one of the limitations of that is that within us that can become aware of ourselves is also the same mechanism that is believing the ideas about ourselves. So, for example, when someone is to inquire and saying, this is what's happening in my life or this is what's going on with me, that which is looking to figure out or becoming aware of itself <clears throat> and figure out you know, what, why I am the way I am is actually the same part believing the stories about who we are. So it's kind of, <clears throat> it's kind of a, a, uh, exactly. a lot of tail chasing, so to speak. And what, we really, what really occurs when we awaken is we actually let go of the ideas about ourselves. And that's a really simple but really dramatic step for a lot of people. And I know for me in my life it was a very dramatic step when <clears throat> I would all of a sudden be in a space where something would happen, I would feel an emotion, and my mind would go into the story of this is why it happened, it's because you're this, it's because you're that, or whatever it is. Because the mind can either say, it can blame itself and say, Matt, you're this type of person and this is why it happened to you. Or it can blame the outside world and say, well, if it wasn't for this society, if it wasn't for this person, your life would have been better. So all the mind can do or, is... Or you have someone else show up who does that for you. Exactly. <laughs> either way, it's going to be mentioned. So, right. so the mind can only blame itself or something outside of it. And when you awaken, you actually just recognize this as just the only possibility the mind has to choose from. That the mind can only choose from possibilities that keeps a subtle or profound level of conflict alive. And so when there is an awakening, what starts to happen naturally is something will happen, the mind will go into its blame game of there's something wrong with me, there's something wrong with the world, or it will go back and forth moment by moment, and then there becomes this recognition of, oh, that's just the only way my mind can help me. And so what happens is, is that the mind does not become what we rely on to get us through each moment. We simply allow the moment to happen. The mind can say it's happening for whatever reason. And we know that's just the mind's story. That's just the mind's interpretation. And we can actually... <clears throat> And when I speak of the word silence, we're not speaking necessarily of, because when we say the word silence, a lot of people that we've worked with will say, my God, that's a daunting task. I can't imagine how long it's going to take for my busy mind to become silent. And it really isn't about getting your mind to become silent. It's about learning to respond to your mind's stories and interpretations with silence. So what would happen is if the next time, or what would happen if the next time your mind would suggest this is why this is happening? Something wrong with me, something wrong with them. What if you were to respond back <clears throat> with a moment of silence? That you were to respond back with just the silence that says, I'm listening, there's nothing for me to believe, there's nothing for me to not believe. I'm just responding with silence. And what happens is we notice in that space of silence, the interpretation, the blame of the mind comes. It's heard in our mind. It can be believed, doesn't have to be believed, and whether you do or not, it then disappears. The interpretation, the blame, the analysis, right. any of those things. I think <clears throat> that is one of the most important things that I've learned on this journey of awakening and sure. and in my emotional abundance, <laughs> if we can tie that back in again. Of course. Emotional abundance and freedom for me has come from not believing so much and being so invested in my own thoughts. Right. When I realized that I didn't have to believe everything that was going through 
my head as right. truth, there is tremendous freedom in that. Right. I had all sorts of stuff going through there, and and that just you know bred you know control and and righteousness and mm-hmm. trying to convince other people that what I was hearing in my head was more right than what they were hearing in their heads, and then it becomes the battle of beliefs and wills, and that just gets messy and uncomfortable. And, right, and even on a spiritual journey, what then happens is we then turn the control to trying to control and take back the power from the mind, which is still the mind trying to control itself from a different perspective. Right. So the, the whole point is, is that if you are really free from your mind without having to change your mind or get it to behave differently, then it doesn't matter what it does, because the fact is, just 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 because there's something in your head saying what it's saying, that just means this is a part of self that believes this. It's, it's, it's almost like a suggestion, and if you know that it's, a, it's just a suggestion, then most of the time there's nothing to really believe in it. It's almost just like a child who is offering its pearl of wisdom in its most limiting capacity that's just saying something to try to help them be a part of it, and, and it's really not there to be believed, it's there to be acknowledged. And I, I think what's really interesting, and this is something that I realized in my spiritual journey, is that when I realized that the thoughts in my head were like songs and my mind was more like an iPod instead of an instruction manual, and every time there would be a thought that would arise in my head, <clears throat> I, it would be like another song on my playlist. And what, what I did when I was living in an unconscious life before all this awakening stuff happened to me was I would hear a song in my head or a thought in my head, and instead of recognizing it as just the song the mind is playing right now on the playlist of my mental iPod, I would mistake it for, this is what I need to know, this is what I need to believe. And if you could imagine listening to an iPod, and every song you hear, you think the lyrics are the exact instructions of what you need to do and believe right now, you can see what kind of odd reality we would be kind of living in or perceiving, and that's actually what happens when we're unconscious, is we're thinking that the thoughts in our heads are actually the only truth and what we need to believe and what we should believe, and that it's the only reality happening. And really... The thoughts in our head or the songs that play from the mental iPod are just the entertainment of the mind whose only entertainment is to interpret this reality through its own filter of perception. And so we can acknowledge these thoughts are happening. We hear these thoughts just like we can acknowledge we're hearing songs on the radio. We don't have to listen so closely to the lyrics thinking that it's the next instructions for us to, us to follow. We can just enjoy the song for what it is, a beautiful song. Well, I think I think I remember you saying that it was kind of like the radio too, and iPod radio, yeah. Yeah, and and we can listen to different channels. I mean, you you could have been listening to any other radio station today and any other thing, but you are here sharing this time with us today, and we thank you for that. <laughs> um, and so it, it's kind of like that with the mind. It's like you can. You can select listen. You can listen to different channels. You don't right. have to listen to the same story over and over. Right. And it, it gets interesting from there. And I, and I think one of the most interesting things, if we're going to boil this down to something very simple, is when we have <clears throat> the same thoughts repeating. And we can acknowledge I'm having the same thoughts repeating day after day, year after year, and they're all the same thoughts occurring in very different moments. How can one thought be true in various different moments of reality. It's like in every second and every moment, every day, it's a new day, new possibilities, 
Every day is a new adventure. So how can the same thoughts be true when every moment is a different adventure? And so what I think what is... is, is a matter of perspective? I would say it's a matter of perspective, and I would say it's a matter of giving ourselves enough space to really allow ourselves to exercise the courage that say, it's okay for me to hear my thoughts and then let them go. I think that's really actually, if anything, it's a step of courage because I think whether we've thought about it or not, or maybe this is the first time we're thinking about it, I think it is a very big, courageous step to say, I acknowledge my thoughts, but I don't have to believe in it. I think there's a a, a deep-rooted fear in all of us, and not on a conscious level, and I'm not speaking on a behavioral level, but a primal level <clears throat> that we've been well, conditioned I, to I, think. Yeah, and I think that, I think <clears throat> ego can freak out a little bit and right. and react when it, it's like, wait a minute, you don't need me, and you're not listening to, to this. We have, right. we have a relationship. We've been doing this since the beginning of time. You can't leave me now. Right. <laughs> ego has a little a little panic and freak out. You're like, wait, wait a minute. And what's really funny is that the ego. The voice in the head will say thoughts like that. And the little you, voice, the little me, it, go, it, it goes by lots of different names. Right, the one that blames. That's basically the easiest way to find it. And Criticizes, <clears throat> gets locked into negativity. Right, even the one that imagines. You'll then respond to that voice like you're having a conversation with someone, not realizing that what is speaking that says, don't leave me now, and the part of you that responds to it that says, I'll never leave you or whatever, that which is responding to the ego is also the ego. Right. And so what's interesting is that it is a very um, immense awakening into the understanding that, oh my goodness, even though it feels like the ego and who I am are two separate things, it's actually the same thing speaking to itself. It's almost as if the ego is like someone standing in a giant cathedral and says something and then across the cathedral, it hears in the distance a response. And then it responds to that response, thinking of having some sort of argument or debate with someone across the cathedral when it doesn't realize it's actually, it's actually speaking and debating with its own echo. So what's really interesting is we realize that when we're engaging with these thoughts back and forth, that the thought will say this, then we'll decide if we believe it and we'll respond back and forth. We're actually having a conversation with ourselves, which is why when we're lost in our conversations with ourselves, if we've ever seen someone on the street lost in a conversation with themselves, you might bump into them and it almost is like you're waking them up out of a dream. Because when we're having that inner dialogue with ourselves, we're literally asleep in a state of unconsciousness, which is not a negative thing. It's not a not a terrible thing, it just prevents us from seeing in any moment what has been created here for us to see. Well, and if you want to live a life of more freedom, right. abundance, happiness, and peace, which is everything that we work with everyone in, sure. you know, who comes to, to work with us and see us, right. you know, you really... I, I, I like what you said earlier about it, the letting go. So maybe maybe we can let 2009 be a letting go and not listening to and believing. Sure. These mind stories so much. Well, and we and we wouldn't be open to what 2009 could be if we make it a continuation of 2008. If we allow the past, and here's another big step that we take in the awakening. If we allow the past to only be that which brought us to this moment. If the past is only a vehicle that brings us to this moment, now that you're here in this moment, the past 
as that mode of transportation, so to speak, has nothing more to serve you with. It got you to this moment. Now that you're here, the past can be let go of, and we can just be here. And I think that's really an, an important point, is when we can all realize the past, the only job of the past was to get me here. Now that I'm here in one piece, no matter what thoughts I think about the past, no matter how I feel about the past, it got me here. I thank it, I bless it, and anything else I hear in my mind, I know, and everyone who's listening may start to realize that what you hear in your mind can only be comments and echoes from past experiences. And if we let go of the past, there's no need any longer to believe or invest any belief in thoughts, which is only reminding you of the past, which its only job was to get you here. And we are here. We are here. And we, we are present. We are here. Be here now. And we are going to take a quick break. But we will be here when we come back. We have lots more to talk about. I'm Julie Dittmar along with Matt Kahn, and you're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. Hey, Benny, Dr. Pat's looking pretty good lately, don't you think? Yeah, you know what? I noticed that, too. Maybe she's got some new makeup. Nope, it's the ageless secret she's been using. It's an all-natural, organic, energetic cosmetic that's stronger than gravity. They say people that start using it look younger while they're getting older. It's made with purified water and special ingredients, including trace minerals, aloe, and MSM. Ageless Secret. Do you think I should start using it? Sure. Why not? And get me some, too. Hey, guys. I heard you talking about the Ageless Secret. You've got to try it. Just a few sprays of the light mist and my face feels tighter and smoother. The longer I've been using it, the better my results have become. You're going to absolutely love it. So go to agelesssecret.com or call 888-424-4247. That's agelesssecret.com or give them a shout at 888-424-4247 and get some now. Most of mankind's diseases are part of history, but few realize it at this time. A simple, inexpensive mineral supplement has the potential to change your life and your health. Go to thedrpatshow.com and listen to the interview with Jim Humble and Dennis Richard and learn the secrets of why your health is your choice. MMS, the miracle mineral supplement of the 21st century, can be purchased at mmsdr.com or call 760-536-6123. That's mmsdr.com. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub, Danielle Rama Hoffman, and world-renowned harpist Peter Sterling for a sacred sound journey to Egypt, February 2009. Picture yourself meditating to magical harp music inside the Great Pyramid, luxuriating on a Nile cruise, and exploring sacred temples in private visits for travel that expands your consciousness and opens your heart. Call 866-903-6463 or visit Egypt is calling. You're listening to CHSR Real Radio on the web. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Julie Dittmar here with Matt Kahn, and we are your guest hosts today. We are having an enlightening time, hopefully a life-enhancing, life-enriching time. Thanks to Dr. Pat and all the folks for having us here to share this time with you. It's totally special to be here. We appreciate it. Absolutely. 
So I want to get back to what we were talking about. Let's go to the past. Let's go back to the past. Nice. Um, because I think it was such a, a great point. So I, wa I want to kind of continue on that thread of the past being a vehicle to this moment, leading sure. to this moment. And so to have, let, let's, let's talk about emotional abundance and spiritual prosperity related sure. to the past. Right. Obviously, if we want either one of those, mm -hmm. we don't want to be living in the past, looking back. Well, and, and what was said before was the past is only a vehicle that delivers you to this present moment. So now that you're here, the past is quite irrelevant, especially because what was true before was only another step on your road or on the on the bridge taking you to this moment. Everything that happened in the past happened exactly how it happened, as another step on the bridge that takes you into this moment. Now that you're here. Looking at the past isn't necessarily going to be very relevant because it was only designed to get you here. And so we come to this place of being able to let go of the past or to realize that all thoughts you hear in mind that are relating to who we are and the world around us and our, and our interpretation of that is only based on a collection of past thoughts or past experiences all kind of mushed together to create a point of view that has nothing to do with this moment right here. The past brought you to this moment like a bridge. You've crossed the bridge now that you're here. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the present moment. It's all a you, celebration. All you can do is just be open to say, let's see what this moment has for me. And I think that one of the... With wide-eyed, right. childlike curiosity, and right. open heart, and open right. mind. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think one of the hardest parts about that when we are entering into that space People often say, but when I feel something I don't like to feel, what do I do about it? Because most of the time our only line of defense is let me think about it, let me think what I think about it, let me draw a conclusion, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll have someone to blame. I either blame myself and go, ooh, I'm still not that person I want to be, I'm still not living that life purpose, or I can go, I'm living my life purpose, but there's these other people around me in the world that need to get their act together. So what happens is we're not referencing the past, there's no one to blame. Therefore, the question becomes, what do you do when an emotion arises? How do you, what do you do to perceive that from a place of emotional abundance and spiritual prosperity? And one of the things you can do, and of course, everything that is to be helpful in the awakened state is going to seem completely overly simplified to the mind because the mind is used to existing in a very complex thought process. But one of the first things you can do is when you have an, uh, an emotional reaction to something that you're, ne you're not necessarily... Uh, enjoying, right? You're just walking along, you're at work or you're in traffic and something happens and, and you're triggered into an emotional state that isn't very positive or happy. All you would be asked to do is take a deep breath to recognize that feeling going, oh, there's that feeling, right? The experience outside of you was only to bring your attention to that reaction. And what we're really learning to do is to allow our emotions to be our own spiritual teachers that whichever one arises is just there to teach us how to be more unconditionally loving, unconditionally patient, and unconditionally compassionate with ourselves because when we've mastered the ability to be compassionate, loving, and tolerant with ourselves, we then have that to share with the world. So no matter what happens outside of you, it's easy for the mind to go into its blame game of, look at this person just did. I have a right to feel this emotion. But the truth is, with within the space of emotional abundance and spiritual prosperity, you have the right to feel this emotion, to witness this moment from a space of peace. And peace is simply allowing the feeling to be there, 
letting go of the need to control it, interpret it, to blame anyone, and just to say, this feeling is here right now. I will take a deep breath. I will feel it. And I know that as I continue to tolerate this feeling, not as an enemy I need to push away, not as something that needs to change, not as a sign that I am not manifesting what I want to manifest, but I can simply just feel my feelings as they are, whether or not the mind is trying to interpret them differently or not. But I can just allow things to be as they are, take a nice deep breath, and as I tolerate this feeling, no matter what I think about it, I'm becoming a much more loving person and compassionate person for myself, which will become the gift that I will be asked to then share with other people in the world who may not be in the place of learning this from themselves. And so it's, this is how we become our own best teachers to ourselves. We learn to tolerate our emotions. We learn to take deep breaths. We learn to allow the mind to go into its natural blame game. And you have to believe it. You can just go, oh, that's the mind doing what it does best. Because most of the time in the spiritual journey, we are trying to train our minds like an animal you would take to obedience training. We're trying to make our minds act right, or trying to act, you know, make our minds be spiritual, or trying to make our minds be the way we want it to be. And that's not really what your mind is designed to do. And certainly no spiritual teacher or awakened master throughout any course of history has ever done that. What any awakened master simply does is accept whatever they feel and whatever they hear in mind as a thought as just a thought. And just go, oh, this is happening right now. And th so that's simply the invitation that we offer to everyone because this awakening that's happening throughout the entire world is simply allowing people throughout the world to realize up until this point we've all used our minds quite a bit in every moment. It's all about using the mind as the one tool and the one resource. And yet, now that we're in this part of history, we don't need to use our minds for every single thing. It's very good to use your mind when you're following a map, when you're trying to figure out how to program your iPod, when you're trying to follow a recipe, when you're remembering something at work. That's when your mind is very well-intended and it's an amazing tool. But in terms of your perception of yourself, in terms of consciousness, in terms of what life means to you, the mind is only going to take you to a place of believing your thoughts, which is only going to keep you in the past, which is going to keep you from noticing the beauty of this present moment, and that's what we invite each of you into. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. And something that I don't think we've talked about on Dr. Pat's shows before, I want to mention is that this is a transmission of presence, what you're doing. As a spiritual teacher and intuitive healer, right. there are energy... Energies in these words that help to break apart some of these blocks and barriers in us. And so the words may or may not make sense. Just feel the energies. Enjoy that. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And there's, there's lots of information about the, the healing work that you, that you do on our website, truedivinenature.com. So articles and videos and, and explanations about what this transmission of presence is. Absolutely. So, we are going to take a little break and hear from our fabulously amazing supportive sponsors. And I'm Julie Dittmar along with Matt Kahn today, and you're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. MBSConnect.com, Mind, Body, Soul Connect. 
is an innovative and interactive wellness resource company. The mission of MBS Connect is to help America be well by providing easy access to progressive programs, products, and providers. MBS Connect is building networks of wellness providers nationwide using all types of modalities who want to be part of the wellness revolution. To find a provider in your area, call 888-398-9287 or visit mbsconnect.com. Shri is the new high-quality liquid nutritional drink that was scientifically formulated with the sacred superfruit called amalaki and six other herbs rich in antioxidants and vitamin C. An ancient Sanskrit word, Shri, spelled Z-R-I-I, means light, luster, prosperity, and heavenly vitality, and is endorsed by the Chopra Center for Well-Being. After months of intense development and testing, a world-class team of physicians and nutrition scholars developed what they believe to be a product unlike any other the world has seen. Nutritionist Renee Marie wants to introduce Cherie's powerful nutritional drink and prosperity plan to you today. For more information, call 877-411-6560, extension 2199. Visit ReneeMarie.MyShree.com. That's R-E-N-E-E-M-A-R-I-E dot M-Y-Z-R-I-I dot com. The Bright Side of Talk, HealthyLife.net. Welcome back. I'm Julie Dittmar along with Matt Kahn, and we are True Divine Nature, and our website is TrueDivineNature.com. And as a special offering to our Dr. Patcha listeners, if you go to our website, truedivinenature.com, and sign up for our free newsletter, which we send out, what, once, twice a month? Yeah, about twice a month. Yeah, and it's got all sorts of new quotes and teachings and lets people know where we're going to be in the world um, when we're leading uh, our presentations. All sorts of great tips for leading an inspirational, in- inspired, happy, wonderful life. So if you go to our website, sign up for our free newsletter, uh, we'd love to have you join the True Divine Nature community. As a special offering to Dr. Pat Show listeners, we will also send you a link to a free one-hour audio download from one of our recent weekend retreats. And that's a really special one that we have. It's, it's an opportunity to, re- to relax into a really nice, deep space of peace and presence and gratitude as you realize the essence of your true divine nature. And it's as much of a realization as it is an experience and feeling of that. Right. So, yeah, so sign up for our free newsletter, and, um, and we'll send you the audio download to that. And you can, It's an hour-long audio, and you can have that, that experience for you. And we were talking about before the break about this being an experience of the transmission of presence. So, because you, Matt, were, you were... An intuitive healer. Yes. You are an intuitive healer. We used to we used to call your work channeling. Right. And and now I guess you would you would say you're channeling messages of of love and and light from the universe. Of course. But it's also accompanied with an energy that is palpable and it's often captured on video and, right. and photographs. And sure. People can. People can see it and people can feel it. So I just want to let everyone know that as they're listening today, it's partly the words 
Right. But it is also very much that feeling experience and those deeper places within us that know. Right. So when you hear these words and there's a part of you that goes, I know this. Of course. I, I resonate with this. Right. This makes sense to me on some level. It's that transmission of presence from source, from right. And then I Whatever think, you would talk about that. I think before when, when I was referring to myself as a channel, it was because I became aware that I, at certain moments, you know, we would gather a bunch of people together for an event, and I would bring through, through words, the transmission of universal knowing. And that was, and then of course after that transmission was done, the event would be over, and I returned back to my regularly scheduled programming of listening to my thoughts like everyone else would be. And what happens is, is that when I began to live in that state of knowing, not just transmit it for clients or transmit it in presentations, began to live in that state, it no longer was channeling. In fact, channeling becomes what I refer to what we all do. We all channel our personalities as the characters we play in these costumes of bodies. And that what is really provided through right. me yeah. is a transmission of presence. And what that is, and this is usually what happens, and this might even be occurring right now, is that the mind is so busy trying to hear the words and decide whether it believes what is, what is being said, whether it doesn't believe, whether it's heard this before, you know, or it goes into a comparing and contrasting. And what happens is that the words are simply here to deliver the energy of presence to the moment, almost inspiring in each of us the light bulb of awakening to go off spontaneously. And so if we're sitting here trying to decide, what is he saying? Can I follow it? Do I believe it? Do I understand? What do I think about myself? We're doing that. We're actually not necessarily being as receptive to allowing the transmission of presence to spontaneously turn that light bulb on. It's kind of like if you're sitting in a dark room, you can sit there thinking about the dark room, but if the light bulb spontaneously goes off, everything that's there can be seen and there's nothing to think about. And so that's what this work is really designed to do, is to inspire the light bulb to simply go off and all of a sudden, oh my God, I can now see what I didn't see before. Or what I would even say on a deeper level, that the light bulb has always been on, we just haven't realized that we've been sitting in a dark room not realizing it's just what it's like to sit in a room with our eyes closed. Well, I think it's been such an inspiration to me because, well, I'm fascinating. It's like I've always studied all things metaphysical and anything that is beyond what our eyes show us because I know that what we see in front of us is only part of the story. <laughs> part of what we're experiencing is, is, is part of the story. So what, what I've really learned by, by my journey with you is, is how tapped in we all can be to the quantum field of everything um, because as you bring that through, you, you bring through answers to questions that you have no idea in your mind in this, right. in this life, the answers to those questions, and yet it's so effortless for you to go out where, wherever, wherever it's, I can't explain it, wherever right. it's happening and right. you're getting the answer and you're pulling it out of the ethers and presenting it and going, ta-da! <laughs> well, I think that that, that can actually, that, well, thank you, and that, that can happen for each of us, but what for me becomes one of the ways that I can do this in that type of seamless way is because there's actually nothing in my mind that's suggesting what I need to know or what should be true in this moment. I enter into each moment completely blank 
only providing and letting come through whatever needs to be known. And it's, it's a very strange experience because I'm actually hearing what I'm saying as other people are hearing it. I'm not preparing what I'm going to say and then speaking. I'm not thinking about it. And no, you never, you never do. No. And, that's, and then we have, it, the fascinating part of this is that then we have people come to our presentations and they go, oh, my gosh, this is, this is like what was written in the Bhagavad Gita. This was written the Bible. in the Bible, of course, in miracles. And we go, really? We've never read any of those things. No. And so messages that are coming through, you know, that are consistent with things from 3,000, 5,000 years ago from masters, saints, and sages right. that uh, just point point to there is something more going on here than any of us know. It, right. And, and that I find to be tremendously exciting. And so as I go into this new year, I take that with me of, you know, the, the hope and the, and the mystery and the wonder sure. of all that. And, you know, what will this, this hold for us? What will this moment hold for us? What will this next moment hold for us? Absolutely. And I think, you know, you said before, there's more to life than what your eyes can see. And I would even go, you know, as far as saying what your eyes can see is only <clears throat> the story of life, is only the story of life based on the decorations. Of and each of us are just a nicely, beautifully decorated space in the story of life. And when we are not finding ourselves being so caught up in the story of life, we actually can find the space to enjoy it. And the intention for our work and our invitation for you is for you to create some space in your life so that you can actually enjoy the story of life without having to be so lost in it. Well, I am enjoying this story, and we want to continue with this story. But right now we're going to take a quick break. We have lots more to talk about when we get back. I'm Julie Dittmar along with Matt Kahn, and you're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. HeartPlanet.com, a positive-focused social network. Meet people who treat others well and live their best life. Join and post a profile for your positive-based business, your music, book, or creative project. Let the world know what you're up to. Go to Heart-Planet.com, a positive focus on meeting people, a positive focus on entertainment. Connect. Be entertained. Be inspired. Heart-Planet.com. Go Green at the Go Green Expo, the nation's leading eco-friendly trade shows in Los Angeles, Philadelphia, New York City, and Atlanta. Visit GoGreenExpo.com to see all the details of the latest eco-friendly products and learn from dozens of eco-famous celebrities and authors like Ed Begley Jr., Josh Dorfman, Marielle Hemingway, and Nigel Barker. Learn how to green your business, your home, your kids, and save money on your energy bills. Visit GoGreenExpo.com and learn how to live healthier and help our environment. See Dr. Pat in person and listen to her speak with other top eco-minded leaders. The first Go Green Expo will be in Los Angeles January 23rd through 25th at the Los Angeles Convention Center. Visit GoGreenExpo.com for details. See you at the Expo. And be sure to sign up for the Dr. Pat Show newsletter to keep up on the latest events, guests, authors, and information. Go to thedrpatshow.com to sign up now. Are you starting a new business, signing a contract, or launching a new website or business product? Certified business and personal astrologer Madeline Gerwin 
uses good timing to give you the ideal time to start your new business venture. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com or call 877-524-8300. Attain higher business success and better return on resources with good timing. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com. A good life is essential, and that's why I listen to HealthyLife.net. And for nutritional support for me and my family, my business goes to HealthyLife.net affiliate, GNC LiveWell. It's the trusted name in the vitamin and supplement industry. And that's essential when you're the one responsible for your good health and the well-being of your family. GNC LiveWell has a multitude of convenient locations near you and is always open on the Internet at GNC.com. GNC LiveWell, the name says it all. Pep it up with positive energy power right here on HealthyLife.net. Today's Dr. Pat Show, welcoming in the celebration of 2009. It's a beautiful year. It's a beautiful moment. We've been talking about moments and the power of this one right in front of us right yeah. now. And I do want to remind you, just real quickly, one more time about uh, our gift to give away. I like to start the new year with gifts. So if you go to our website, truedivinenature.com, and sign up for our free newsletter, if you do that today, it's a special offering to Dr. Pat Show listeners, we have a link for you to a free one-hour audio download of a weekend retreat that we did. And it just was a very peaceful time and brought everyone together in that transmission of presence. Yes. And it's a heart-opening Lovely time, so we, we would love to share that with you. Thank you for sharing this time with us. And in the, the remaining moments that we have, Matt, let's, let's talk more about this emotional abundance and spiritual prosperity because, of course, the mind wants to get this, <laughs> wants, to, <laughs> wants to master this, wants to have this. And How then, can I carry it with me into the new year? And then once it masters it, it wants to go around and teach all of its other friends and family members how to be like it as well. Let me tell you what I know. <laughs> exactly. <Yes. laughs> exactly. Well, spiritual, we talked about emotional, how, how, how we Emotional this? abundance. And spiritual prosperity. I think what it really points to when we use those words <clears throat> is not sort of a step-by-step um, guide into that because as long as you're following certain steps on a path which aren't necessarily negative but they can be misleading because if, as long as there are steps along the path there is the mind that will adopt those steps as being the only truth and then its job is to remind you when you're not following those steps and then it has some other reason to blame you or blame someone else or look at this person not acting consciously getting the way getting in the way of me practicing my steps to emotional prosperity and spiritual you know abundance well and i'll just remind you folks that this is not a linear journey no so let yourself off the hook and live a life of ease just knowing if you haven't figured it out yet You probably will. It's not a linear journey, and it's okay, however it goes. However this roller coaster of life goes in little circles on the track and up and down, it's all okay. And I think what this all really points to is having enough space in your life to notice your thoughts, notice your feelings, and not to take them so seriously, and to maybe just, when you notice a thought or a feeling that you don't necessarily like, that maybe that's actually just reminding you to take a nice deep breath and give yourself a momentary uh, break 
from the from the race of life that oh this negative thought or negative feeling is reminding me I need to give myself a little break take a deep breath maybe another deep breath and if there's anything to say to the thoughts or the feelings the easiest thing you can say is thank you thank you for reminding me to give myself some space and to give myself a break so that while we're all caught up in our day-to-day activities while we are all checking off of our list the things that we need to get done each day we don't put on the back burner the willingness to be the one that takes care of ourselves not just physically but emotionally and spiritually right physically we feed ourselves when it's time to eat hopefully we you know take care of ourselves in all the ways that we do you know in, in the same way that a car needs maintenance and for us it's when you're having negative feelings or negative thoughts that's the body that's like the, the oil light popping on, on on your car that's like the oil light that's saying stop and put some more oil in and for us we're not putting anything in we're actually giving ourselves a moment of silence we're giving ourselves <clears throat> a space and the interesting thing about a space is the space is the only thing you can offer yourself in silence so oftentimes I remember when I was a kid and I would give myself a break from doing homework and then I would do video games and I'd play that and as an adult I can look back and go that was still not giving myself a space that was just occupying that space with more things and so even for some people it may be relaxing to read and that's wonderful but that's still not the space that we're pointing to the space that we're pointing to that gives yourself a real break into peace well and it's a space of silence well and a space of peace and relaxation is not content filled and so that that is filling ourselves with more content and more knowledge and knowledge is handy it's handy in certain moments but and, and you know what's really funny, and, and, and I don't know if, Julie, if we talked about this, but what I think is really funny, and when I say funny, I mean just in terms of the irony of life. What I think is really funny is that when we start to first give ourselves that space of peace, we don't actually in the beginning feel that space of peace. As our heart begins to open to the space of, of peace through silence, and this is kind of a way you can recognize that you're starting to head in that direction, the moment the heart starts to open to peace in the space of silence, the mind then has the thought of, I'm bored. Right. And as soon as you start to enter into peace, your mind says, I'm bored, because it's used to operating only in a consistent multiplicity of doing, or in, you know, being able to do five different things at once and go from one activity to the next. And we're all very much used to living in a very fast-paced and often stressful um, way of life and it's not stressful because we've actually adapted to it well there's great pride in that I think and 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 in some respects necessity for depending on where you're living sure. in society sure. and what you're doing there's necessity in multitasking and, mm-hmm. and great pride in that I mean mm-hmm. the first time I I talked on a cell phone and drove in a car I right. thought how how do people do this? I'm never going to get this. Sure, this is, of course. This is never going to be a good idea. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, with my little headset on, because that's what we do in Washington right. State, um, you know, I adapted. And uh, it's amazing how how adaptable we are. Right. And so what happens in the first moment as we enter in this place of peace, you'll be in a place of silence. Your body might, when you take a moment of silence, start to fidget a little bit. You might have thoughts because the mind... You can adapt the other way. Exactly. You can adapt the other way. You can, you know, live in that... Exactly. And then, you know, it may be a little uncomfortable to go into the silence and the peace. Right. And the quiet. But yeah. you, will, you can adapt. And even when your mind says, I'm bored, or I don't like this, or this isn't going to work, or I don't believe it, these are all just ways that the mind says things to keep itself occupied in that sense of doing and stress. And 
those thoughts don't have to disappear in order to find silence. Again, silence isn't a, a destination. It isn't a goal. It isn't an achievement. Silence is what we practice offering in response to those thoughts of, I'm bored. I don't believe this. I don't know if I believe this. Why is this true? How is this working? Am I silent yet? You know, there's nothing more funny than a mind saying, am I silent yet, while it's making the noise of asking the question. So you don't have to necessarily make your mind silent because that's not really what the goal is. It's just the chance to practice offering silence in response to whatever conclusion is next. And so that's really what this is pointing to. So in order to give yourself a break in life, to return to that space of emotional abundance and spiritual prosperity, it's noticing when you feel those negative emotions or negative thoughts, that's just the deeper wisdom in you saying it's time for you to give yourself a break. And that just means take a deep breath, be silent for a few seconds, and whatever comes up within you in response to that silence, respond to that with more silence. I often, what I did in the past is when I was first entering into the space, is a thought would be there and my response would be a deep breath of silence. And maybe we can all try that right now, try it with the world. And we're going to take a break, so what a perfect time to take a few deep breaths. Absolutely. Allow that peace to, to come in and, and infiltrate your, your being and your life. So we have, we have a little bit more to, to talk about, and we'll do that when we come back. I'm Julie Jitmar along with Matt Kahn. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. Are you going through a divorce? FreshStartAfterDivorce.com has been created to support you during and after divorce. It's packed with resources, articles, and tips from experts nationwide. As a business personal coach who specializes in divorce and founder of the National Association of Divorce for Women and Children, Joni Winberg's mission is to provide the support and encouragement you need to move your life forward. You don't have to face this challenging time alone. Go to FreshStartAfterDivorce.com. Energy medicine is the new frontier, and the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences, a pioneer in the field, has been teaching energy medicine for over 15 years. Hospitals nationwide host their students as interns. Bring your life, work, and health to the next level. Study at the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences, where they're proving your beliefs affect your health. Visit instituteofhealing.com or call 860-286-5400. That's instituteofhealing.com. Hey, Carol, looks like you haven't been sleeping well lately. Yeah, Dr. Pat, I'm really upset about losing so much of our retirement fund due to the market. Do you have any ideas? Let me tell you about my friend Tom. He told me to put my money in an index universal life retirement plan. It protects me from market loss, disability, increased taxes, litigation, and the financial upset of premature death. Wow, that sounds like a smart plan. How do I reach him? Call Tom, Tom Leota at WeExcel Financial, 888-252-3083, or his website, DebtFreeMCA.com. In 1972, Sir Table opened in Seattle, selling hard-to-find kitchen items, and now they have 55 stores nationwide, offering kitchen tools from around the world to prepare any cuisine. Sir Table has a full range of houseware and kitchen products, even books and food. Visit a Sir Table store, or better yet, for faster service, go to the HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Sir Table. With the best products, gift cards, and sale items, you can be on your way to being a first-class cook right now. Information, entertainment, worldwide. HealthyLife.net. 
Welcome back. I'm Julie Dittmar here with Matt Kahn as we bring today's show to a close. I want to thank you all for being with us. Thanks to the wonderful Dr. Pat Show folks for making this time with you possible and bringing us all together as one. It has been a really great and fast hour, hasn't it, Matt? It has. So uh, emotional abundance and spiritual prosperity. We wish you all of that and more in the new year. And just thank you so much for showing up and and being your beautiful self and having an open, loving heart to receive the gifts that are that are offered to you. So let this be a year of receiving and love and letting go. And I would say as a way of tying this all together, no matter what we read, no matter what we've heard, no matter what we learn, the greatest knowledge is only spoken clearly, clearly in silence. So instead of reading about what we want to become, let's just be what we read about and be silent by giving ourselves a rest when we need it most. And that's compassion for ourselves and compassion for the world. Be the space in between the spaces because that's what you are anyway. Exactly. And if you stop to think about be the spaces between the spaces, you can't help but be silent. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Thank you, Matt Kahn. Thank, Thank you. you so much. And again, for more information about us, Julie Dittmar, Matt Kahn, we are at truedivinenature.com. TrueDivineNature.com. And be sure to check out all the latest Dr. Pat shows and upcoming guests on TheDrPatShow.com. TheDrPatShow.com. There's always something exciting going on there. Great guests, great shows, so, so much more. I'm Julie Dittmar again with Matt Kahn. It's been our pleasure wishing you an abundant, happy, and peaceful new year. Join us next time on the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive by.